Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Guess what our show is about today? We are going to talk about the shit show that was the first presidential debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. It was a display of embarrassment and ridiculousness that I never thought that I would see in a presidential debate, but it was just... I'm speechless right now, but I promise you I have a lot to say about it. So let's get to it. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Let's get it started. calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland? Are you prepared to to specifically do it? I I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing. Not from the right wing. So what are you, what are you, you look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and white right like supremacists. White supremacists and right supremacists. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This is, this is a left wing. This is a left wing White supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right wing. White supremacists Stand back and stand by. And right stand back and stand by. Uh, yes, I am aware that I played that three times in a row. That, of course, was from the first presidential debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. You may have asked me, run. How do you think the debate is going to go? And I would have said something like, well, Donald Trump will be an out of control moron and he will be rude and void of facts. He will be desperate, and Joe Biden will try to do his best to talk to the American people. Now, after the debate, if you were to go back and review my initial thoughts, you would have said, you were way off because it was a thousand times crazier than you could ever predict. That was beyond the most embarrassing thing I have seen in the history of debates. I'm pretty close to saying it's one of the most embarrassing things ever put on television. The history of television. How far back does television go? I don't know. It was the first television, 1920s, 30s? I don't know. Whatever it was, it was about 80, within the last 80 years, one of the craziest, most embarrassing things I have ever seen in television. There's so much to go over, but of course, let's start with what I started the show with was the stand back and stand by call to a group known as the Proud Boys. And the Proud Boys are a white supremacy group that seem to be in love with Donald Trump. In fact, 
right after the debate, the Proud Boys apparently changed their logo on their website to stand back and stand by. So the president of the United States was thrown probably the easiest softball question you could ever be thrown in the history of human life. And that is, will you denounce white supremacy? This is always the one question he has such a hard time to lie about. In fact, have you seen the movie Liar, Liar? When Jim Carrey can't tell a lie because his son wished on his birthday that his dad can't lie just for one day? Well, I think that might have happened with him. I think on Don Jr.'s birthday one year, Don Jr. wished, I just wish that any time my dad was asked if he doesn't like white supremacy, that he can't lie about it. And it appears as if uh, Donnie Jr.'s wish came true. I mean, do you see how he stutters and gets all flustered when they start asking him about white supremacy? Uh, duh, what group? Uh, what, name a group. Uh, uh, duh, duh. Uh, Proud Boys. Yeah, okay, uh, Proud Boys. Uh, yeah, here it comes. Stand back and stand by. There, I did it. What? You did what? I, I, I denounced white supremacy because I, I'm going to tell him to stand back and stand by just in case I need him later. Uh, you know, I'm real sorry. I, I don't know if anybody feels the same way. I'm pretty sure you do. But everybody has Trump people that they know, Trump supporters. Is anybody having a really hard time respecting anybody that wants to vote for this guy. And I'm not talking about somebody that is a Republican and says, I can't bring myself to vote for Joe Biden. I'm not talking about those Republicans. I'm talking about Trump supporters, the ones who have flags and hats and posts on Facebook or Twitter every two seconds about their hero and how he awesome he is. And they put pictures of him with his muscles popping out with an American flag and he's riding on the back of an eagle. I mean, oh my God. I, I just, first of all, anybody who does that for any politician, I kind of have less respect for. But for Trump supporters, if you're all in on this guy, I'm all out on you. I, I really am. I can't, I can't do it. I mean, it's just, there is a moral dilemma that I have with Trump supporters. Actually, I'm, there's really no dilemma. You know, it's just, it, it's, I, I don't know, this this country. And by the way, what kind of name is Proud Boys? I mean, I'm not for any militia-type groups. I'm not into groups that go around and cause violence and harm to people. But, you know, at least some of the other groups have some names that are kind of scary. You got Antifa or the Militia Men or something like that. Even gangs have the bloods and the crips that sounds scary but i mean could you imagine a convention with all the hate groups and violence groups together and they're going around and telling each other their names and they go up to those guys and say what, what, what's your name and they ain't we're the proud boys the, the what we're the proud boys we're proud you're, you're proud of what and boys you're proud boys I don't know. Get out of our convention. Come back with a different name. Are you serious? Proud boys? And I promise you, nobody in their family or anybody that is close to anybody in these groups are proud of those boys. Anyway, back to the debate. So you go online and you, you go all over the place to hear everybody talking about the debate and what their thoughts were and 
you know, from anybody on TV to anybody on Twitter or your Facebook page or whatever it is. And there is one analysis, I guess, if you want to call it, of last night that I see a lot on Facebook and Twitter is that, man, both these guys were out of control last night. Man, we need a moderator who will keep both of these guys in line. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're putting Joe Biden in the same class as Donald Trump. You're saying that Joe Biden was as out of control as Donald Trump was last night, and they're both in the same category. You know, to me, those are the either embarrassed Trump people and they don't want to just talk about how bad Donald Trump was, so they're going to lump them both in together. They can't bring themselves to criticize just Donald Trump. But as for Joe Biden, did he snap back every once in a while? You're damn right he did. In fact, he's a much better man than me because I would have went off. I don't know how I would have been able to control myself the way Joe Biden did. Oh, I would have hit him with what a loser he was as a businessman. I would have brought up Stormy Daniels while his wife was pregnant with his wife sitting right there. I would have mentioned his coked up son, Don Jr., that was sitting right in the front there. I would have brought up how everybody else that wasn't sitting there in his family can't stand him. The fact that real businessmen and real estate people laugh at him as the joke that he is. They would have had to cut my microphone off. They would have said he was being out of control too. So, but Joe Biden last night, Joe Biden did everything he could to keep calm and to try to talk to the American people. And there were times where he did turn to the camera and I was so happy for him. He just turned to the camera. He ignored the idiot that was screaming at him and said, this is not about my family. It's not about your family. This is about the families in America right now who are struggling and need help. And again, to lump them in together is outrageous to me. Let's put it this way. If Joe Biden were debating any other normal candidate, do you think anybody would be talking about how off the rails Joe Biden was? But on the flip side of that, if Donald Trump debated any Democratic candidate, forget about Democratic, any candidate, do you think that he would have done the same thing last night? Of course he was. All of that was Donald Trump. It wasn't because of Joe Biden. It kind of reminds me of you have a husband and wife and the husband's a deadbeat husband and he's kind of verbally abusive to the wife and he steals all of her money and he doesn't work. He sits around the house all day and... There were some friends over one night, and she gets up every morning at 5 o'clock in the morning, has to go to bed, but the friends stay there, and they're making noise, and they're being loud, and the wife just can't take it anymore, and she comes out and says, hey, I got to get up in the morning. Can everybody please go home? He's drunk and belligerent and saying, go back to bed, and and the friends finally leave, and as they're leaving, go, man, those two are nuts. Lumping the wife in who goes in and works every day supports this bum but the friends are going to lump in the wife because she went out and said hey can you guys cool it she had enough that's basically what joe biden did he said okay i've had enough i'm trying to speak here i'm trying to answer the questions and you keep cutting me off like a deranged lunatic So it was clear to me what Donald Trump's strategy was last night. And of course, it was the 
crazy mainstream conservative media that got into his head and said, what you need to do is just keep attacking and attacking and attacking and make him look weak, make him look stupid, and you are going to win this debate. And boy, did it backfire because all the reviews are coming back and saying that Donald Trump, the guy who is behind in this presidential race, he is the incumbent, and he is as far behind as an incumbent has been coming into this race with almost a little over four weeks to go. His strategy was not to win over new voters. His strategy wasn't to look at a demographic of people and go, okay, this is what I got to do to maybe win them over so I can start gaining some more votes. He just tripled down on getting his base all riled up. And I'm not really sure who is instructing him, but it is, the strategy is unbelievable. I, I can't imagine what he's thinking. He is losing with black people right now. What does he do? He tells a white supremacy group just to calm down and relax for a minute until I need you. That's basically what he said. He's down significantly with women. And what did he do? He continues to cut off and insult. And if you were to interview women when it comes to these debates, that's not their favorite tactic. Women are smarter. They don't want to hear attacks. They want to hear facts. But one thing there was a consensus about watching those debates last night from it seems everybody is that it was really hard to watch. I mean, it, you're getting anxiety watching a presidential debate. It was just non-productive. It was embarrassing. And quite frankly, I know some a lot of the Democrats are are not agreeing with this, but I honestly think Joe Biden should announce that he's no longer doing these debates with Donald Trump. He doesn't deserve it. I said before, before they even did the first one, that Joe Biden should pull out of the debates and say, this guy does not deserve my time. And no, it's not because I am afraid of him. I'm not afraid of you, Donald Trump. I've been around for 40 plus years in this game. You think you scare me? You think that you have something where I'm going to be like, oh my God, I can't go in here and talk to this brilliant genius. He's just too smart for me. I won't know how to respond. And I'll tell you another thing. You know, part of their strategy too was to prove this notion that Joe Biden's got dementia, but Joe Biden doesn't have dementia. Joe Biden kicked his ass, really, when it came down to just talking about facts. Because, of course, after the thing is over, they do a fact check on Donald Trump, and almost everything he said, he lied about. I will say one thing, because people say to me, Brian, you're going to be unfair. You're going to just automatically say that Joe Biden killed it and that Donald Trump was terrible. And I will say this. I absolutely promise you, if Joe Biden looked really bad last night and Donald Trump did a good job, I would have said, now I have some concerns because Donald Trump did his thing to get more voters. And listen, I said before this that I had concerns that Donald Trump could still win. So I would be honest as much as I wouldn't like it. I promise you I would be honest about my assessment. But if I say 
what I thought was going to happen and it did happen, then it's you're just biased. You're never going to say anything good about Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a person you're either going to say good things about or you're not going to say good things about. He, There's no middle with this guy. He's either really good for some people or he's just absolutely awful for others. And for me, he's absolutely awful. I'm willing to admit that. I've got no problem. If you want me to give you uh, any positive thing about Donald Trump, sure. Here's what he did last night that was good. When he was asked a question, he answered it precisely He answered it with precision, and he answered it with control. The only problem with his answers are, all of it was lies. It was practice lies. So he did an excellent job of spewing out his practice lies. He did a great job of that. I I, got to admit it. And if somebody listened to him and didn't bother to do any research on what he had to say, then for that particular person, he did an excellent job. There. You happy? But I get that all the time. I've got it probably a hundred times in the last month that I'm unfair to Donald Trump and that I'm just going to automatically go against what Donald Trump says. And again, for the most part, you're right. But I have reason to back it up. I don't just do it just to do it because I'm a far left wing liberal who no matter what is just going to say anything against the other side. I have followed politics for as far back as I can remember. And I've had many discussions with close friends of mine that I have no problem admitting something about the other side is either right or that I agree with. I have never had that issue. And if you sat down with me one-on-one, you would know that that is the case. But right now, you hear this podcast. You, If I talk to friends of mine... No, I have nothing positive to say about Donald Trump. Absolutely nothing. And I've said this before, too. Even if there is one or two things that I looked at that sort of benefits me in my life, I would much rather give that up and get rid of this nasty, dangerous asshole who is running this country. We're still in the middle of a pandemic, and he wanted to make fun of Joe Biden for wearing his mask. I mean, come on already. This is ridiculous. I want to get back to normal. I want to make sure all businesses are thriving. I want to go to my Miami Hurricanes games. They're so far exciting me for the first time in such a long time, and I love going to those games. And guess what? I can't. I can, but I'm not going to go down into a stadium of 13,000 people and risk my health, especially down in Miami right now. And for the record, I don't like wearing a mask. I hate it. It drives me insane. You know how many times I get out of my car and I forget to put it on? I got to go back to my car and go get it. It's just, it's annoying. Yes, it is. It's annoying. But I have to make the decision as to whether or not I'm going to trust Donald Trump on how to handle the coronavirus and what is best to make it go away or thousands of of doctors and scientists who've been doing this their whole life. Call me crazy. I'm going to err on the side of caution and go with the doctors and scientists. See, there you go. You're never going to give Donald Trump any credit. You're going to take the sides of doctors and scientists instead of Donald Trump. There you go again. Well, I'm happy to look lost and stupid in your eyes. I'm no problem with that. But if there is a silver lining from last night's debate is that Joe Biden came out of this unscathed. 
He came out of it more as a sympathetic figure. And Donald Trump looked really, really bad. And that is not just coming from me. That is coming from even some Trump supporters that I know said that was a terrible performance by the president. Terrible. Also, let me say this about Chris Wallace. You know, while I'm watching the debate, I was furious with him. I thought he did a horrific job. But as I had time to sort of think about it and mull it over a little bit, you know, Chris Wallace did everything he could. I don't think, again, everybody sort of expected a shit show last night, but they did not expect that. And I don't think Chris Wallace expected that. Chris Wallace has sat down with Donald Trump and he has interviewed him. And I think Chris Wallace thought he knew what to expect and how to handle it, but he didn't expect that. And he had an impossible task last night. And I think he did the best he could. There were a few times where it felt to me like he was siding with Donald Trump a little bit. But if you go online, everybody says that Chris Wallace and Joe Biden were teaming up on Donald Trump, which again, is just outrageously ridiculous. But I think Chris Wallace did the best he could. I mean, he certainly could have done better. And I think he sort of regrets the way it was handled. In fact, I think I saw where he was interviewed about today and he was just like, yeah, I I wish I could have done better and I wish that whole thing would have went a lot better. But it was just, you know, when Donald Trump is desperate, when he is clawing and scratching because he knows he is on the cusp of not just losing the most powerful position, but he's going to lose it in a way that's going to embarrass him. And after he does lose it, he's got a lot of things to answer for and he knows it. He knows it. And I'm not talking about from just regular people. I'm talking about some people in law enforcement, the Southern District of New York, and the IRS might have a few questions for him. And in my clear Trump bias, yeah, I want him to go to jail. I would love to see it. And throw that stupid kid Don Jr. in with him too. Hell, round up the whole family. How about Melania? Melania thought she was going to get the mother load when she divorced Donald Trump. Now she's finding out he's got no money. She's going to get half of negative $400 million. But anyway, that is the wrap-up on the debate. And apparently the next one is going to be a town hall, which will definitely benefit Joe Biden. Uh, I, what I was saying earlier is I think Joe Biden should say I'm not going to do any more debates, but he should do two town halls leading up to the election. Because right now, nobody had a positive thing to say about Donald Trump. So if we have another one, you give him some sort of chance to make up ground, but he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve a chance to make up ground. He should just have to flail away and continue to spiral out of control while Joe Biden continues to pick up more and more voters. But at this point, it looks like Joe can't lose. And of course, I'm not taking anything for granted, but their side likes to get crazy about conspiracy theories and cheating. I'm here to tell you right now, if Biden loses this election, it's because it was rigged. But this time, what I am saying is true, not what Donald Trump is saying. If he loses, it's rigged. That's not true. If he wins, it's rigged. There's no question in my mind. The only way 
that Donald Trump can win legitimately at this point is if he makes one of the greatest turnarounds in the history of politics. If he completely changes his demeanor, the coronavirus goes away, everybody's got their jobs back, and the economy is thriving within four weeks, he's got a chance. Outside of that, he's through. Anyway, thank you guys so much for downloading this episode. As always, please subscribe to the show, rate and review it wherever you can. You can follow me on Twitter at brun13. You can also contact me with any questions or comments about the show at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and we will talk to you again soon.